Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the Jazz Queen and Mike Reynolds are talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz, the smoothest show on internet radio. Your hosts, the Jazz Queen and Mike Reynolds. Hello and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, a.k.a. the Jazz Queen, along with the ever so handsome Mike Reynolds. Mike, how are you? Hey, Terry, how's everything going today out there in uh, 91 degree weather in Las Vegas? Yes, <laughs> everything is going fine. <laughs> I hope you're not getting any snow today. <laughs> no, 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 not today. Not okay. Today. Uh, we uh, also want to welcome uh, guest co-host Miss Lori Gardner is back. Welcome back, Lori. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Happy to have you back as well. Um, let me welcome in the chat room, uh, Tamara, a.k.a. Black Coffee, Carol Bow. Welcome back, Carol. It's been a while. Um, uh, Joe from Germany is also in the chat room. We also have a guest. Thank you for joining us. If you would like to join us in the chat room, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com and click on Brian Simpson's picture. That will bring you into our blogtalkradio.com um, profile page and Below that is the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485, 646-716-5485. If you would like to call in and speak with Brian, who is back with a brand new release called Out of a Dream. And my absolute favorite on this song, this CD is Skywatcher. I've been playing it to death. Welcome back, Brian. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you enjoy it. Oh my gosh. I swear if like I said, if it was on a 45 record, that record would be white as snow right now because I've been playing this song to death. <laughs> I love Skywatcher. Love it. Oh, yes. you. Well, you have another hit on your hands with this. Um, so congrats to you on that. Yeah, it's uh it's doing really well and um I'm you know, I'm always happy when people enjoy the music and uh it's especially fun to get out there and, and on these tours like i have this summer i'm going to be all over the place and i get to meet people again so uh I'm looking forward to that yes i'm looking forward to having you back here in vegas at the aliante uh, summer jazz series so i'm looking forward to that as well all right so miss laurie is our guest co-host and i am going to let her ask the first question hi brian I have to tell Hi, you, you're also, you're also the second best dressed person in this genre. Okay, you're always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me guess. Is the first Nicole? <laughs> <laughs> I had to say that's that. My, okay. That's my vote for first, second, and third, right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but um, what I wanted to say is that you've been the musical director for Dave Cos. You're the musical director for the Smooth Jazz Cruise. When do you get time to make your own music? How do you even find the time? <laughs> yeah, it's it's well. I'll, I'll be honest; it's not easy, uh, and it it takes me a year. And actually, this this most recent CD was well. I knew it was going to be hard because uh, not just working for other people, but I had a lot of my own shows this year, a lot. And well, I mean, last year. So I actually enlisted the help of a lot of different people. If you notice, I co-wrote almost every song except for one on, on the CD. And that was a huge help, a, a huge help to, to just have some other people involved. And it's actually kind of a duet CD because you'll notice there's a, a, a co-artist on every song as well almost. So mm -hmm. uh, that, that helped a lot, you know, kind of, and, and I think it made for a, 
an interesting uh, kind of record and very different from my last CDs because uh, because of the influence of other people, you know, working with all kinds of people. And you mentioned you like Skywatcher. And I yes. wrote that with a guy that, that really only produces uh, electronic music. He doesn't even work in jazz at all. So, um, like I said, I like I, lo- I love variety, and I, I always try to deliver some something interesting on a CD and something new. And uh, hopefully, hopefully, I was able to do that this time. Yeah. Now, um, Lori kind of opened the door for me for my comment when she said that you are the second best dress dress man in smooth jazz. I mentioned to Mike earlier today that I thought you take sexy pictures. You take some really nice pictures. <laughs> well, <laughs> I can't really comment on that. I, I, her. <laughs> I don't know. I, I uh, uh, you know, we just. We're just trying to trying to get by, you know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I like. I do enjoy. I think I have mastered the selfies. I do love taking those pictures with with especially when I'm out on tour with some different friends, and I I, I really enjoy doing that. So uh, kind of fun to you know, just capture that moment, and um, I think they're a lot of fun to do. So I do enjoy posting those pictures. Okay, good, good. Well, yes, I do think you take some really nice pictures. You have that, you have that Miami Vice esque look about you, you know. But the, with the well, well, you know, the thing. secret to that, the secret to that, honestly, you delete the ones that, that don't look great. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone will think you look great all the time. So yes, yes, you do. Yes, you. you do. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Let me welcome to the chat room Joe from Germany and Ollie. Welcome to the show, guys. Okay, so now when um, Bill Kaysen sent me the Skywatcher single, um, I replied to him. I said, "Oh, this is so good. It, I love this song so much." But I'm not going to play this that song just yet because you have some really great artists on this CD. Um, there's Grace Kelly and Najee, Dave Cos, Norman Brown, Mark Antoine, Mesa, Jonathan Fritzen. Um, I love that. Her eyes with Jonathan Fritzen. That is beautiful. Thank you. Once again, that was, uh, that's kind of a, a much more electronic esque, you know, with, uh, with all synthesizers and everything. So, um, and he's a young guy. I like working with some new people out there. The, the first song features Grace Kelly, who's in her early mm-hmm. 20s, uh, really a, a jazz prodigy. And she's uh, mm-hmm. an amazing, incredible player. But um, I love being able to feature the, the greats of the names we all know, the Norman Brown and Dave Cos. But then to get uh, someone like Grace Kelly on there is really exciting. That's cool. Now, now I wanted to ask you, uh, Brian, now you came out with um... – you know, just what you need in 2013, and then before that, South Beach, and now with this new release, it's it's like you you're kind of back to back to back with the CD releases, and you're not taking a, a long time coming out with them. Is that the plan to release these CDs like every one or two years, or do it just happen well, like that right now? I'll tell you what that is. I'm not getting any younger, so <laughs> I realize I better get going. You know, I'm I'm not as young as I seem, so. Uh, uh, I'm serious. I, I really want to get as much product out now while I still have, uh, you know, some energy left in me. And uh, and and uh, I, I think it's kind of important now. It's there's uh, it's kind of an interesting time in this genre of music. It's kind of a, an uncertain time because mm-hmm. we see in music in general because what's happening with the sales of music and uh, but particularly jazz has been hit, hit hard by by. Uh, 
well, with some just bad luck, you know, with uh, the sales of music and things, and also where our music is played and radio. So um, I just know one thing that you've got to keep making content. I don't, you know, it's, we don't make as much as we do in the past on this music that we make, but I know one thing, you just have to keep making it, whether whether it's as profitable or not doesn't really matter right now, but uh, I just try to make do the best I can, you know, with, and uh, and at the same time, I don't want to get stuck in, in a rut of just making the same kind of music, and I, I feel that it was time to kind of be a little more adventurous because I've had several CDs now. This I think this is my sixth CD, and and I, you know, I kind of pushed the boundaries. I, like I said, it's funny the song Skywatcher that you love and my record company loved it and they made it the first single. Really surprised me. That was the last song I put on the CD. It was you know, oh, almost wow. an afterthought. And oh. uh, because it was so different, I was afraid that it wouldn't fit in with with everything else. Or I didn't know how people in smooth jazz world would accept it or not. And, and uh, but the you know response has been phenomenal. So so uh, with that said. Hey, I want to I want to get started on a new CD right away, and I'm kind of uh, looking at my options and what direction to go right now. Oh wow! Okay, wow. That's that's soon. That is soon. All yeah. right, Lori. <laughs> you have another question. I do. Um, I saw the title "Out of a Dream," and I thought, "Wow, that's one of my favorite Najee songs." I, I've heard that name before, and then I listen to the song, and I hear Najee on flute. So, is there some kind of correlation there? <laughs> well, it's funny. I didn't even realize at that time that he had a song called "Out of a Dream." And, <laughs> but in the way that came about was, you know, when I had him in my studio, the very first thing he played was the the intro that you hear. It was actually ever. I start, when someone's in my studio, I hit record right away. I don't care if they're just warming up or trying to get in tune or whatever they're doing. You know, you don't want to miss anything because you never know what's going to happen on the microphone. Right. And the last thing you want to happen is somebody to play something amazing. You say, oh, can you do that one more time? Because they can never do it again like they did it okay. the first time. So mm -hmm. uh, I just record everything, and he was just warming up. And when I listened back to that, I was like, this would make. I just put it out in front of the song and said, "This is this is great. It sounds like something like you're waking up from a dream or something." So that's where I got the title from. And wow. so it's kind of a coincidentally happened to be a guy that had a song with that name. That is funny. Mm. Well, since you mentioned that, let's take a listen to that. Um, it's the title track, "Out of a Dream."
the title track from Brian Simpson's new CD, Out of a Dream, featuring Najee there on flute. That was really nice. Why is Carol, why is Carol, um, uh, Cheryl Boone? with the Najee thing. Where is she at? You know, she's such a fan of Najee. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like, where is she? So that's cool. That's cool. Now, now, Brian, I wanted to ask you, you uh, mentioned that you wanted to kind of take your sound to a different direction. And with the CD, you use different um, co-composers on that. So was that um, your uh, ideal situation going in, looking for a different direction, kind of, you know, uh, co-creating these uh, songs with different artists? Oh, absolutely. That and, and like I said uh, earlier, it really expedited the making of because uh, I had a lot of help. Uh, you know, when you're in the past, I, I did so much myself that it, it uh, just required uh, an unbelievable amount of hours <laughs> to do everything myself. And uh, you, can, you know, it's, it's difficult when you, I don't know how much people know about the process, but first you have to write the song and then you start tracking it in you know, bass, drums, guitar, piano. Uh, that's the part of the production process. And, and then you're the, also the artist that is, and I also record everything and then I play on it. So I'm the artist. And, uh, and then the one thing I haven't done on, on my projects yet is mix. So I finally get some other perspective is when I take all that music that I've recorded and take it to my engineer that, that does the final mix. But, uh, it's just a lot to do to do all to wear all those hats, you know. In the past, right. someone would only be the artist and be a producer to kind of oversee everything else. But uh, and then even a, a songwriter would be that's a separate entities often. So uh, it's just a lot to do everything yourself. But I do believe in writing your own music because uh, that's one of the interesting things about this genre, about instrumental music. I think is to have new songs. If I was a just a fan and and only listen to the music, I would. I mean, I'd always gravitate toward, you know, something new and original. And uh, so I try to to deliver that and hopefully it's, you know, doesn't sound derivative and, and kind of fresh, you know. So uh, um, that's that's uh, what I try to do anyway with all my CDs. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, I was going to ask him, now, when you perform these songs live, do you find yourself... Um, you know, with people that are just really kind of getting to see you do your own thing, are you kind of uh, creating newer fans and younger fans by giving them newer, fresher content like that? Do you find, mm -hmm. do you well, find people come up to you was. saying, well, you know, that was my first time hearing you, and, you know, I kind of dug that. Absolutely. Yeah, and, uh, you know, when I knew I was onto something was while I was still working on this in my studio, my uh, all of my kids, uh, two are under 20 years old, and, and they would come out to my studio and say, wow, I really like that, Dad. You know what? They'd never said that before. So yeah. <laughs> uh, they were my worst critics because they are not, they, you know, they're listening to pop music. They're into other stuff completely different. But uh, they really like the, the more modern, like Skywatcher. And uh, so uh, so I knew I was onto something that when I could have them like it. And actually, my son saw me recently. Uh, I just did a show uh, last weekend in uh, Palm Springs and played Skywatcher, and he loved it. So... And it's mm. interesting because live, it's 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 gonna it's got to be different, you know. When you have a song on a CD that's created with a, a drum machine, and a lot of synthesizers, you know, that's kind of great for a record. What's great on a, on a record isn't always great live. So we had to create something different with live musicians. You can take it in a whole other area. So um, mm. I've kind of wor worked out a way to do that on that song that was 
really fun and, and makes it uh, pretty exciting. So, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, the new new music definitely is going to get some new fans. Cool. And you you know, Brian, one of the things that I am happy to see about you in terms of your music is that you are willing to work with new artists and up and coming artists um, with like with Grace Kelly on this one. Um, Nicholas Cole, you know, co-producing Just What You Need and, and playing on that as well. That I was so I could not wait for that CD to come out because I had knew I knew beforehand that Nicholas was working on it. And I was so excited when that came out that Just What You Need was my number one pick for, for uh, 2013. I absolutely love that CD. So I'm, I'm happy and, and grateful and thankful that artists like you are willing to work with these young artists and, you know, help get them some exposure as well and um, work with, with more seasoned artists like yourself. So kudos to you for that. I, I, I really like that. I'm, I'm glad you said that because that, that's, that's something I'm always looking out for. And even in, in ways that you don't see that aren't on my CD, when I perform live or anytime I can hook someone up with, with work, yeah. I, I just appreciate someone that's worked on their craft um, and, and any way I can help them. Because I know what it's like to be a young musician mm -hmm. in a new city. Maybe you just moved to L.A. or New York and you're trying to get into business. It's hard if you, if you haven't, don't know anyone who's doing it. So um, I definitely do whatever I can to help someone where I see talent. I'm, I'm more than happy to, to help them out. Because that's what it was like for yeah. me. There's a couple of people in particular that I could say uh, helped me out right off the bat, and one of them was was late George Duke. And it was mm -hmm. just, uh, you know, when someone of that caliber gives you the the okay, it, it means a lot. It really really helps you. So um, I, I'd do anything to you know to help a talented individual. Well, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Really and I know that um, you just did New York City. And uh, you had a um, saxophonist from down here, Arch Rod Jr., play with you as well. So I know that you know you you know really look out for a lot of the different guys that come in and play with you. So that is uh, good. Like the art, I know you you've done a thing with uh, Brian Lanier up there in New York too a couple of years ago. So yeah, I know you guys. Yeah, yeah, all those guys are great. There's, I mean, there's these great musicians all over. Art's a wonderful guy too. I mean, we just have a great time playing together. Uh, you know, and I I learn from these people too. I mean, you never you never stop learning in, in this business and uh, I've always got my ears open and to see what uh, what people are doing and, and how they play uh, Elon Trotman is another great young player I work mm -hmm. with uh, so there, there's there's plenty of these guys and uh, um, you know so I'm, I'm very hopeful about the future you know for what's happening in instrumental music but um, at the same time I want to try to uh, try to you know chart a course of my own and uh, try to be as original you know it's just it just never stops, you know. It, some artists, especially in traditional jazz, would kind of would master their craft and just kind of stay there. And other artists would would never stop trying to seek something new. Like Miles Davis, never never looked back. I mean, once he moved on mm -hmm. from one style that he played, he never did it again. He would always move forward. So, um, I appreciate both both kinds of musicians. I'm I'm going to try to be one that that moves forward. You know. Yeah, we're happy about that. Now, there's a couple of comments in the chat room. Uh, Ollie J says, when you buy a CD at the most, you get three or four songs you like. Not the case with Brian. It's always the whole CD is great. And Joe from Germany says, it's like I always say, the name Brian is the best quality seal for smooth jazz. <laughs> uh, well, like I said, I, I make a CD as if 
I'm making it for me. I'm the listener because mm-hmm. that's just the way I am. It, it was always frustrating for me. For me, of course, when I was young buying things, they were, they were LPs and uh, buying a whole big record just to get find one or two songs that you liked. And that was that was kind of the way it was. But uh, mm-hmm. um, I try to make something where I love every single song. You know who really inspired me a lot in that department was Joe Sample. And mm-hmm. Joe made some CDs that were... Absolutely, I would love every single song, and um, I can't say that about most artists, you know. But I will say that uh, he almost always delivered that way, and, and that's uh, one of the great things about him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, like I said, it's the songwriting, quality of the songwriting, and then the, the performances. And if you get uh, great performances and, and, and good songs, uh, that's just about all all you can ask for from someone, you know. So I, I, you know, I don't know if I always hit the mark, but I'm at least I'm trying. Yes, yes, yes. You hit the mark right. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, Let me welcome Smooth Grooves to the chat room. Big Rich in UK. Welcome, Big Rich. Glad to have you. All right. Now, another favorite of mine on here is number nine, Her Eyes, with um, Jonathan Fritzen. Tell me about this one. Her Eyes. Um, Yes. Yeah, well... Jonathan, I'd only met him a few times, but uh, while I was working on this, I, I I heard a track he'd produced on someone, and and I was just uh, you know, I thought you know it had a nice vibe, and I'd like just someone new I'd like to work with, so uh, I just reached out to him, and uh, we ended up doing most of it via email, back and forth. He was in Sweden, and I he'd sent some some music to me. I would. I would play piano over it, send it back to him, and he would do some work on it, send it back to me. We just went back and forth several times and uh, hammered out an arrangement for the song, and that's how that came together. Oh, and it's such a beautiful song, too. We're talking to Brian Simpson. His new CD is called Out of a Dream. If you'd like to call in with a question or a comment, the number is 646-716-5485. This is Her Eyes with Jonathan Fritzen.
what a beautiful song. Her yeah, eyes featuring Jonathan Fritzen on that from Brian Simpson's new CD, Out of a Dream. That is beautiful. Yeah, that was very nice. Thank I like you. that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very me nice. too. Me well, too. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how that came about. He did the chord for the most part, and I came up with the... He played the left hand, I played the right hand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. All right, Miss Laura, you have another question? I do. Um, Brian, I've been lucky enough to see you perform live a few times, and you've mm-hmm. discussed some of the songs that you've written for different R&B groups. I wanted to know which groups have you written songs for, and what are some of the songs that the listeners might be familiar with? No, you know, honestly, there was only one one group, and okay. uh, but it was it was um, quite a quite an experience because it was a, a huge song. It was the number one song for them, both in in Billboard magazine and in, in R&B and adult contemporary and in pop. A number nine song of the year, way back in 1992. Uh, the band was called Surface, and the, and the song was called First Time. Uh, I also did the song, I played everything on Shower Me With Your Love. That was the very first song I played, a record I played on, uh, where my keyboard playing got, got put on an actual record. And, uh, I, you know, first time I heard myself on the radio. Wow. Mm, and uh, that, cool. that was in like 80, 80, 80 something like that. I just moved to L.A. and somehow uh, the singer with the group, Bernard uh, Bernard uh, Davis, had heard me um, on a, somebody's demo, you know, and just uh, called me up and was interested in working with me. So we got together. Uh, so it's very, you know, it, that almost never happens. I know people come out here just to be songwriters, devote their life to it, and never have a number one hit. I mean, it's not easy to do at all. Mm-hmm. And for that to happen on the very first song that I write and get on a record was pretty crazy. Oh, I thought, oh, this is going to be easy. Of course, it never happened again. Not in, <laughs> not in pop. <laughs> it did happen in jazz, but not in not in R and B. But I, I've, you know, my heart has always been in making instrumental music, and uh, I went back to that. Speaking of that, I got to give a shout out to my uh, old friend from college who I see out there uh, is listening in, John Carlson, a saxophone player from Northern Illinois University, and. And that's we were both writing songs back then for uh, for the big band, so it's um, kind of where I got the, got a lot of uh, experience uh, there in the, playing big band jazz. So that was uh, great. I got to say hi to John. Well, hey John. Hey. Okay. So, a uh, question from the chat room from Ollie. He wants to know where do you come up with all those nice melodies? Um. Well, it. it you know, sometimes you can, I've actually written a song, uh, my biggest hit was It's All Good, and I wrote that song in 30 minutes. I was sitting at my piano, I have two pianos, one in my studio, I have a grand piano, and then uh, in the living room I have a, an upright. And looking out my back window is, is the backyard, and it was two chihuahuas out there. And I was writing the song, it started with just this bass line, there's a piano here. Once again, it's always the last song I'm putting on a CD, so it seemed to be my big ones. Uh, I needed a, one more song, and I sat at the piano, and I just said, let's just come up with some kind of happy mood, uh, bluesy song. And how, you know, as a songwriter, you, you know that uh, a catchy intro is always important. I just thought it'd be kind of fun to just have it start with the bass. Is it? Okay, it's very simple. Yes. But it gets your attention right away. And so I started that wrote the song, like the song just kind of wrote itself from that point on. And 
as I was doing that, I looked out in the backyard, and there was, it was one of those days in, in the California. It was about 110 degrees outside, and the chihuahua it was laying in the sun. There was plenty of shade out there, but he was laying in the sun and just baking in it, but he had his eyes closed, and he, looked, he was so happy. And I said, if that dog could talk right now, he'd say, it's all good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I named it, wrote it 30 minutes, and that was the story that's one. Wow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, that is <laughs> funny. Wow. Now, now, now Brian, it was so much good music that you uh, made over the years and everything. Do you not know most performers, they normally play, you know, most of their biggest hits live and everything like that. But do you have uh, a situation where some fans will come up and request a certain song before you start doing live? You know, that's that has been happening, honestly, the last uh, year or so. There was uh, a song, Moonlit Ocean. I hear a lot of people ask about that. I've never played it live. Uh, and and it's a kind of a slow song. So I have a few slow songs that I like to do. But, you know, it, it, traditionally these concerts that we do, we try to keep it upbeat because... Um, yeah, you, know, you get. I, I always feel that uh, you know slow songs are going to bore people, so I, I try to stay away from doing too many of them. But um, funny thing is, I get a lot of requests for that song, and I keep putting off uh, just arranging it and for for a live performance. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I will someday. But uh, <laughs> but it's funny. That is one particular song they do ask for. Every now and then, I'll get asked for something that that I don't do normally live and. Uh, Unfortunately, I can't because you know my dad's not going to know it, so uh, nothing I can do about it. Yeah. It's funny, Mike, that you would ask him that question because as you were asking it, I was raising my hand because last time Brian was here last summer at the uh, Aliante um, station, I went up to him and asked him if he was going to play Soul Embrace. And he looked at me and said, no, and go sit down. No, he didn't say go sit down, but he said, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, I wanted to hear Soul Embrace, but he didn't play it. <laughs> if he plays Soul Embrace at Aliante in a month's time, I'll drive up to Vegas to see it. So <laughs> that'll be two of there us that want to hear that. Wow. You have got to play that. Yes, you have got to play Soul Embrace. Yes, for sure. Interesting. <laughs> it's just, there's too many it's like I can't please everyone it's funny just, uh, <laughs> that's the problem with it's too much variety on my CDs where they uh, I can't I just can't make everyone happy but uh, and the other thing is that we uh, as all artists because I, I work with so many especially on, on the cruise where they have to do an hour long show let's say it's Gerald Albright or Rick Braun or whoever it is or Bob James or Marcus Miller you know they have their songs where they, these arrangements, they just didn't make up on the spot. They've been worked out over over months or years even. And they know um, where the, to go for the throat, you know, of the audience. They know that a certain song really allows them to uh, perform at a, their absolute best and really show off their skills. And not every song, even though a song is on your CD, doesn't necessarily mean it's, it's going to show what you're what you can do musically you know to mm -hmm. to level that you really want to represent yourself so so that's why we can't do everything that's on a cd some songs are really just meant to be on the cd and not necessarily performed live but <laughs> i guess you'll never appreciate that i don't know 
<laughs> okay, well, Laurie, we can only keep our fingers crossed and hope, 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 hope that he does soul embrace in in April. Wait, and, and Tam said she would come too, so that's three of us, Brian. Okay. <laughs> so you're gonna make me. You're gonna make me actually learn how to play that again. Yep. Yes, for sure. Yes, for sure. Okay, so Brian, your friend John Carlson just joined the chat room. Welcome, John. <laughs> All right. Um, the next song I'm going to play is the uh, one of a kind with Grace Kelly. Now she plays saxophone and she's like what, 22, 23 years old? Something like that. Yep. Yeah. It looks even younger. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. And they do play a song here at the college station that she sings. And I can't think of the name of the song right now, but it's a really nice one. Um, that she also sings. So, all right. So this is called One of a Kind. Is there a story behind this one? Well, yeah, this is a song I wrote with, uh, if you're familiar with the uh, guitarist named Mills, a guy from Germany. Mm -hmm. He's a very good friend of mine, and, and I think he's a, a great songwriter. So once again, uh, I, I was going to some different friends, and I, I just gave a call to Mills, and I said, hey, let's get together. So so we got together one day. We don't live too far apart. And just went through a bunch of ideas together, and we came up with this song. And what was great is that it had um, he had a track that actually had Ricky Lawson, the, great, the late great Ricky Lawson, one of my favorite mm -hmm. drummers. Uh, he was a guy that toured with Anita Baker, toured with Michael Jackson, Phil Collins. Uh, he's been on just a slew of records, and uh, what a beautiful guy. We we worked together many many times, and. Uh, I thought, what a great opportunity to have Ricky Lawson on the record. Mm -hmm. uh, so when we finished the song, it was it wasn't until I actually you know came up with the melody and everything that I got an idea to feature a saxophone player on it. And I thought of Grace, who I just you know kind of met not long before I was started the record. And uh, so I invited Grace. You know, she had just moved here from Boston and uh, had her come over to the studio just to see how it sounded, and uh, she blew me away. Uh, mm -hmm. And at that point, I came up with the, the title. I was thinking for two reasons. One is Grace Kelly is definitely one of a kind because she's you know young, phenomenal uh, young woman playing this great traditional jazz saxophone, saxophone player. And then, uh, of course, Ricky Lawson was another one of a kind individual, just a beautiful person, a beautiful musician. So uh, it was just also was great that it, I think it uh, was the right song to, to open up the whole CD. So it's the very first song on the CD. And it's called One of a Kind. Okay. And the song that I was thinking about is called Sweet, Sweet Baby. That's the song that Grace Kelly sings um, that's right, been that's playing here on the College Station. Yes, really nice. All right. This is One of a Kind.
That was one of a kind featuring saxophonist Grace Kelly from the new release, Out of a Dream. So now, um, Ali asked a question. Um, when you work, when he works a when he works a song to playlist for a show, how much does it change from show to show? Um, well, um, I'm, I'm using different musicians all the time because uh, even when I just play in LA, like the regular guys aren't aren't always available. So mm-hmm. uh, I got dis- different musicians. I'm going to present the songs differently, and and I may do different songs. But the the real difference is. Uh, a lot of the shows, especially this summer, are going to be these all-star shows I do. I've got uh, several shows with Najee coming up and Jeffrey Osborne, people Bryson. Uh, and when I do these, I also tailor the songs differently because I'm, I'm not just picking my songs, but I've got to work around what the other artists want to play. So um, those kind of things go into what I'm playing. Also, depending where I'm playing or... Uh, some places, especially an outdoor festival, I may do only up-tempo songs and try to get everybody to just play up-tempo because uh, uh, sometimes the, the energy level just needs to be up a little bit for certain shows. Yeah. When you're in a club, you can get more intimate and maybe get more, uh, or even do, like with Najee, we've talked about doing a couple of traditional jazz songs for playing uh, in a club setting and have a couple of sets. You know, it's, it's a little more interesting to show something else we can do. Okay. All right. I want to read um, a partial review that was done by Ronald Jackson from the smoothjazzride.com. Have you had a chance to read his review? Um, I'm not sure. I've read a few reviews over the last uh, few days. I actually read a really bad one today, but we won't go into that. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so you know what? Gave... It wasn't that. Nothing was bad. It was, it was funny. I was actually glad because I see so many, like, it seems like uh, a lot of people just cut and paste some review or something they got somewhere else. And I'm just really like, oh, really? You know, just, I, I do appreciate an original, well-written review, whether it's good or bad. I'm just happy that someone, you know, takes the time. They actually listen and write their an honest opinion. So yes. I'll take them, good or bad. So go ahead. What okay. does that say? Well, Ronald is good at what he does when he when it comes to reviewing CDs. He's one of the best. Um, he starts off by saying, well, you know what they say. You can't keep a good man down. Whoever first uttered that phrase may not have known that his words would eventually hit home when describing keyboardist, producer, composer, Brian Simpson, who, with his latest release out of Out of a Dream, nails that sea jazz persona once again. Let's face it, this guy doesn't miss. If anyone has that smooth jazz DNA, he definitely he's definitely one of them hands down all in all one quality cd from start to finish with simpson showing once again his prowess in the land of sea jazz you can read that full review at the smoothjazzride.com yes he does a great review and i posted that on my page too you don't need to post that bad one then all right no Who would give you a bad you know, review? I'll say, it is you know what? I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. It was bad. I understand now. That was from a place that only does traditional jazz reviews. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and ah. I've, you know, I've heard any, he wouldn't have liked anybody that was anything right. that wasn't about traditional jazz. So I kind of, yeah. I was just happy. Like I said, I was just happy. He actually gave it a, a he listened and gave it an honest opinion. I'm fine. If you don't like uh, contemporary jazz, that's fine. You know, so okay, uh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> All right, Laura, you have another question? I don't have any more questions. I did want to tell you, I do like San Lorenzo with Mark Antoine. That's a really nice cut. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, thank you. You know, that, that was, uh, I had probably the most fun creating that song because I was in Spain when I got to do that. Uh, <laughs> I was with, um, I actually was over to play a, a show in Mallorca, uh, which is an island off the coast of Spain. And on my way to London, where I had another show a week later, I had four days of downtime. And so uh, I happened to be good friends with Mark Antoine, who at the time was living in Madrid. So I just, you know, sent an email to Mark. Hey, would you mind uh, having a roommate for a few days? <laughs> so uh, he's graciously, his, his, his family invited me, his wife and son, and uh, uh, luckily they have a spare bedroom. So yeah, I stayed in Madrid for four days. We had a terrific time. They took me out to eat and all over the city. And of course, uh, I insisted on spending uh, some time in his studio and, uh, said because I was in the middle of the CD I said let's write a song why not right so uh, uh, we came up with this song and uh, wrote it very quickly because we had other stuff to do in in Madrid you know other than just sitting around writing songs all day so uh, (laughs) we made it really quick and I was was so happy with the way it recorded Um, actually feature a lot of the uh, Thunder Roads on that song which is an instrument that you don't often hear me play as a lead instrument uh Typically, you know, Bob James really owned that sound, you know, throughout the 70s, 80s. Uh, and and I love that sound. And uh, so my my next door neighbor happens to have a vintage Fender electric piano. And I said, hey, can I borrow it? And he said, sure. Brought it over and, and let, just loved the sound of that thing. So I was really excited to get that on this record. All right. We have a phone call. Area code 916. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Hi. Hello, what's your name? Hi. Louis. My name is Louis, and I'm like the biggest fan of Brian Simpson. And I've met him for the first time, I think it was last August, in Sacramento. And I fell in love with his music. And so I started tracking every one of his CDs down possible. And I'm like, oh, my God, this guy is a genius. And I'm mm-hmm. extremely picky with my smooth jazz. You know, being uh, Mark Antoine was one of my favorites. And uh, Chris Bodie and Brian Simpson just blew it away. And I'm like, oh, my God. So, Brian, I'm tracking you down on this radio station, and I'm begging you to please, please, please come to Sacramento and play. All right. Please, I am well, begging I'm... you. And I have, like, a whole lot of friends that are inquiring uh, from all over the place and just You ready. know what? I, I, always, I always feel bad when someone, you know, some town will say, hey, oh my please God. come to Please come to Boise, Idaho, or whatever it is. Like, I can't, I can't. Uh, unfortunately, we have to depend on our agents and promoters mm-hmm. to make it happen. But I would, nothing more I would love than to come to Sacramento again. Hey, I so track I'm, you guys I'll get there down as soon as I can. <laughs> <laughs> I track you guys down at Rehoboth, and I'm trying to track you down at the Spagatini in Beverly Hills. And it's just, it's like, it would be so nice if you guys came to NorCal, just anywhere in Northern California. I mean, if you guys can right. go to New York and out of seas and everywhere else, why not just NorCal as well? You have huge fans. I know. Here. You know, it's it's it. Hey, you know what? It's it's frustrating that there's a lack of venues uh, in certain yeah. certain parts of the country. You know, it is. Uh, we we do the best we can, but uh, to get everywhere, I'm, we're, I'm actually I am working on a Sacramento date. So let's, let's keep your eyes peeled on the and website. You're... And I want to tell everybody. To uh, also, if they go to my website, you can sign up, which is uh, bsimpsonmusic.com, or just type in Brian Simpson on Google, and it's the first thing that comes up. 
And on my website, you can sign up for uh, the newsletter, which I send out uh, whenever I feel like it. And on that is uh, all a list of tour dates, which is really, it's actually a very cool website because it's brand new also. Uh, yes, it took, only nice. took me 10 years to update my old website. So, uh, <laughs> but, uh, it was Your website very costly. Really, so please, yeah, please just check it out. It's all amazing. Right. <laughs> and your new album, I have to, I have to say, your new album is, is remarkable. It's the best album I've ever heard or purchased in my life. Seriously, it, no. it, it's not wow. exaggeration. Wow. It's like it's like there's ten songs. A lot of albums, when you purchase it, you have one really one or two really good hits that's your favorite, and then the other ones are like, okay, they're good. I won't skip it. But this one, it's like I cannot, I cannot oh. not listen to it. It goes on repeat. I kid you not. I've had this since uh, February. And every time I hop in my car, I'm a broker, so I'm always on the road. I'm always on the road, and my clients are hearing it, and they're loving it. They're like, oh, my God, who is this? And I just keep on. I, I have it on repeat. <laughs> oh, that's oh, awesome. So that I'm, is okay. awesome. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. If, have you heard his new album, like, from beginning to end? It's one of those that when you listen to it, it's like, oh, my God, it's, it's very smooth. It's like a really nice H wine. It, it's, it's, it's bold, yeah. it's smooth, and it's got a nice finish, right? It's really good petite syrup. Or something, and then when you listen to it, you get another taste of it. You're like, oh my gosh, this is actually better. The more you listen to it, the more you grow and fall in love with his music. Especially, can you uh-huh. can you write this down? Can you yeah, write this really. Down as, a, as a review and post this for me somewhere. Thank you. Yeah. I'm really hoping that I get to see you. And then um, one of my favorite was, uh, I think you dedicate that to Joe Sample. It's one wish, just one wish. Oh my God, that that is, and out of a dream is absolutely the most amazing song. Two, no, well, that's two songs. great. Well, yeah. thank you for co- we're, we're running out of time, and I want to get another song in before uh, we run out of time. Yay. So thank you for calling in. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, makes you such beautiful Bye-bye. music. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right. So I'm closing with Skywatcher, my absolute favorite on this CD. I am closing with that. Um, you want to tell us about this one? Um, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, which one are you playing? <laughs> Skywatcher. <laughs> I missed that. Oh, Skywatcher. Yes. Well, I want to yes. tell you about that. Yes. Um, well, like I said, uh, this was the very last song I put on a CD. Um, and I was, I was wanted, I've been trying to do something with electronic music for the last two CDs, and it's just I could never make it work. I gave it one more attempt by by contacting this uh, guy named Ryan Farish that lives in L.A. and he does only electronic music, and uh, we came up with this uh, a song that uh, in the genre, the style that he's very comfortable with is electronic music, and uh, I found one that uh, we could try to make it a little more uh, to fit with my style. I think I was able to preserve what he does, and at the same time, uh, it made it still sound like one of my songs, which was not, not easy at all with this going with yeah. this style of electronic music. And I think the result is, is, is pretty good. I'm, I'm Like I said, I was hopeful that it would be all right. All right. Well, thank you, Brian, for giving us another opportunity to speak with you. I really appreciate it. Oh, yeah. it's a pleasure. Thank you so much for, for doing it. 
And thanks to everyone in the chat room. Thanks for tuning in. Um, Mike, I will talk to you in a little bit. This is my absolute yes. favorite on this CD. It's called Skywatcher. Well, and, and sorry, before Definitely. you end, I just want to tell Brian, real fast before you end, I just want to tell Brian that he's one of the few artists that I love when he comes on the show because I always enjoy his music and, I mean, all of your music. I mean, because sometimes we get artists on here, that, like, like you said, that may have one or two tracks from the CD that just, you know, I real like, but... From all of your music, I mean, I love all of your music since South Beach and, you know, before that. So you're one of my favorites, definitely. Oh, thank you. Well, you guys are, are great for my ego today. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> you've, been you've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen. And Mike Reynolds. And Miss Lori Gardner. Uh, we look forward to Talking Smooth Jazz with you again next time. Until then, keep it smooth. This is Sky Watcher.
Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Please visit our websites, TalkingSmoothJazz.com and Mastermind-Entertainment.com. Join our Facebook fan and group pages and follow us on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen and The Daily Grind. That's T-H-A Daily Grind.